This message is for our skips. A lot of people growing up wish that they had a certain Seder that looked normal. They wish their Shabbos looked normal. They wish their homes looked normal. And it's very hard for a sibling growing up in a home where things don't look normal. And especially when it comes to a Yantif, Shabbos, Yantif, especially when it comes to Pesach, you don't want a speed Seder, even though some people like it. And you just want normal. I want to say my Divitaira. We have a lot of brothers that come back from Yeshiva full of Divitaira, and they, they really want to go ahead and, and have a normal Erlicha Seder. And I want to give you some Chizuk. The Chizuk is to understand that doing the Ratz and Hashem is not always the way that we want to. Rabbi Naman Eisenberger once said that he was preparing for a Shoshana. He went through the Slichas. You can imagine his Avaida preparing for a Shoshana. He said he was excited, he was looking forward to it, to really daven in his shul and to, to have a long Shemana Esrei and to go through the davening that that he wanted to have. And he ended up being in the hospital. How could you compare? Davening like on half by a bed with the beeping and, and can you imagine the difference? So he said that doing the Ratz and Hashem means to understand that we don't get to choose always. And when you mavatal your, your ruts into the ruts in Hashem, we accept whatever happens that's out of our control. And we realize that if Hashem wants me to daven from a hospital, I'll daven from a hospital. Now what we're doing over here is, because kips, we look at them the same as chaylum. We're trying to do, be makar of them, but we're also trying not to offend them, and they have different needs, and they can't sit, and they're not joining us, and we're doing long-term kirav, for their physical health, their emotional health, and healing, and for the Ruchnis as well. So right now, even though you want to have a five-hour Seder of Divrei Torah, Hashem gave you this family, which you cannot control, and therefore you have to think about it and say, Ma ha'avoyda hazayis li. What does Hashem want from me, this Pesach? Ramayilach Biederman brings down a story from the Talna Rebbe's Chosyogon Aleinu, that at his tish, somebody put gebrux, he put matzah in the soup. And people were embarrassing him and ridiculing him. And the Rebbe said, pass the bowl up. They didn't know what he's going to do with it. Maybe he's going to throw it out, burn it. And he took from the soup and he ate it. He said, it's better to eat gebrux than to embarrass somebody. The tzaddikim understood that the Ratzon Hashem means that I do what Hashem wants me to do. Imagine... If you can lose $1, but your brother's going to make $10, would you do that? Imagine if you're going to lose $1, your brother's going to make $1,000. Would you do that? That's the attitude that you have to have. We are losing out. We're giving up. The truth is we're really not giving up, because if it's the Ratzon Hashem, and you really only care about fulfilling Hashem's Ratzon, you're really not giving up. And the truth is you're also not giving up Ruchnius, because you are from... Somebody who wishes that he can have a longer seder means inside your rutzen is pure and, and you're beautiful and you're from. You're not becoming less from. But you're giving up on the way that you would have liked to serve Hashem. But look what your brother, look what your sister is gaining. <coughs> How many kids are not at the seder? Hopefully your, your kip sibling is at the seder. And if not this year, by following TP, we hope next year or the year after, we are on a mission to make them a part of our life. You know, TP doesn't answer the questions that come up. 
What TP does is it makes the relationship so great that the kip should be so comfortable in the home that most of the questions that other people not following TP have become answered by the fact that the questions go away. If someone's at home, comfortable, not being ridiculed and pushed away and rejected and embarrassed, they don't pull the fire alarm and the smoke detector and they don't do crazy things and they don't, all those things, Hatzala and Shomrim that are being called for the hundreds of other families that they're fighting with their kid, by us it's quiet. We move the category up higher and higher with our love and our acceptance and every time the child in pain, the kip, your sibling, becomes healthier, goes to a higher level, all those answers and questions that we would have, Ooh, what do we do, what do we do, in those lower levels, they go away because there's no question anymore. When you invite the rebel into the government, they're not a re- rebel anymore. If you're not a rebel, most of the things don't happen. Kids on the street told me, most of their life is dedicated, what can I do, lahachis, to get my family, my parents angry? Our kids that have a TV in the room and that we're buying them their clothing and all of their stuff that they need, they don't do that. They don't live that life. They feel loved and accepted, and therefore most of the problems go away on their own. So it's not so much a mahalach that, what do you do in this case? Make it that the case doesn't happen. I get calls from people not in TP. The kid threatened to kill his father with a knife. What do you do? You call Atzala? Do TP for three months. You'll see. Our kids don't want to kill their fathers. The kid walks in, and if everyone's looking down at him, oh, don't dress like that, and who put you in Your kid lives like that? Could be he's going to want to kill himself or his father. But if the kid walks in, and everybody says, wow, great, and Tati bought the miniskirt, and Mommy bought all these things we supply, nobody's killing themselves. We have no suicides, Baruch Hashem. And a suicide would not only mean losing your brother or your sister, it would ruin your life as well. So we are avoiding a lot of the pain and trauma that people are going through by doing TP. And we believe it's the Ratzon Hashem. So many kids become from, we have today 77 from kids from TP. That is Hashem, it should continue. So when you're giving up, so to speak, of your normal life, what you would have preferred your Seder to look like, understand that you're doing the Ratzon Hashem, Ivdu es Hashem, the Simcha. Say Hashem, you gave me this sibling. You gave me these parents. They decided to go to this guy, Avi. That's not up to me. So what's up to me? To say, I am a chabed, my parents. Chabed, you're not a kip. You're not OTD. Be mechabed, your mother and father. Go give them a hug. Tati, mommy, I respect you. You know what's best for the family. If this is the Seder you want to have, if you feel that, that this needs to happen for my brother or my sister, I support you fully. Nobody could take that away from you. That's not just the difference between having a speed seder and a full seder. That's a mitzvah sasei in the Torah. We have people, especially bachrum, very frum, sofa frumt, that they're over kabedis avicha. And they say nasty things to their parents. And how come you do it? They talk with chutzpah to their parents. That's much more of an avera than whatever it is that you're supposed to give up. Because we don't do averas. You don't have to do an Avera. We have to modify. And look how simple it would be. And this is what you always have to remember, my dear Skips. Look how simple it is. If your brother or sister was physically ill, your parents would say, Shefer, come here, guys, your sister has 104 fever. She was throwing up all night. 
we, we can't have a normal seder this year. We're going to go ahead, we're going to do a speed seder. That way she could do the mitzvah sayoyim, hopefully matzah and mur, whatever. And then after the meal, we're going to do the whole Haggadah. And they, they're going to say, sure, no problem. Everyone's physical illness. Uh, you sure you're allowed to help you Yeah, I asked the Rav. He told us how to do it. You have to say Pesach Matzah There's a certain order. It takes like 10 minutes. And the Rav said it's okay. No kid would say, no. Why should she go before me? Why do we always have to change everything for her? Because fever. Oh, she has fever. And that's even if she doesn't end up coming to the Seder. Over here, we have to understand that your brother, spiritually speaking, has a very, very high fever. Because he's Mechal Shabbos, right? How are you going to heal that? I'm talking besides physical, besides emotional, besides drugs or depression, whatever it is. How do you heal spiritual fever? Terrences with tremendous ava, and yes, we dance around you until you're healthy. That's what we do. You have to look at it. Spiritually, my brother is dead. Spiritually, he's dying. Reb Shimshim Pinka said that just like when someone is a geisus, which means they're at death's door, person is, is mamish dying, you're not allowed to do anything to hurt them. You're not allowed to even close their eyes. And if you do, Allah is shayfech damim. You're a murderer. Maybe they died a second earlier. Wow. The chen nira says, Rabshim Shempinkis, shekein hu, le'inyin geisus ruchni. So too with the spiritual geisus, will your brother or sister fast this Yom Kippur? Maybe yes, maybe no. If we're going to be merachek her, or him, it's a bigger chance of no. If we're going to be Makarov, it's a bigger chance of yes. And even if it's not this year, in three years or in five years, whenever it's going to be that they're going to come back, they come back quicker from Ava, from being a part of the family. It's proven already. So be on the side of Kirov.